this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Ace is the place. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And this is the place for gardening for the next couple of hours. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. It'll be a whole lot more about gardening if, um, if you'll call. It's simple. You just punch in these numbers. It's toll-free anywhere you can hear me. 888-787. I'm going to give you four letters because we're on KLIF. 888-787-KLIF. There are people who say, I don't have letters on my phone. So that's 888-787-5543. That'll work better for you. 888-787-5543. We have three lines that we use. We have five. That seemed excessive. That seemed like that would make for very lengthy waits. And nobody wants to wait a long time. I don't want you surly when you get on the air. Surly callers are not much fun. Get enough of those anyway. We all do. We all do. We get that just out in the street. And so I like to use one of the lines to call one of the other lines. Mike Bass is running the program for me. He's my boss. I work for Mike, and uh, he answers the phones, and he runs the boards, and he tells me when I'm running late, which is frequently, and uh, so he's my producer, and uh, his will be the first voice you'll hear when you call the program, and um, so anyway, Mike uses one of those lines to call one of the others. We only have three, so hopefully you won't have to wait very long. Give us a call right now, won't you please? 888-787-888. K-L-I-F-888-787-5543. I am, we are live, both of us. It would be interesting if I was live and and if uh, he were uh, recorded in some way, doing his thing, that wouldn't work too well. Um, so if you'd like to talk gardening, we can be very current events about this whole thing. Not a whole lot of weekend programming is live, and so I have that opportunity to talk to you about things that you see out in your landscape. You saw them this morning when you were out watering or mowing or whatever it was you were doing out there. We've been wondering, what are you doing out there? And um, so that's uh, that's what we have going on, and we'll uh, be happy to entertain any and all questions. I uh, deal with urban horticulture. I don't get into farm fields, and I don't get into waterways too much, but uh, if it's around the house and the landscape and garden, I'll give it a shot. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Don Pancho. This two-year-old 65 Labrador and American Bulldog mix became a staff favorite the day that he showed up at the SPCA of Texas. He was found as a stray in Ennis and he was transferred to the SPCA of Texas. Don Poncho is as happy-go-lucky as they get. He's a big love bug, always seems to be smiling, constantly alert and interested in what his human friends are up to. Don Poncho is a very friendly dog who would likely do well in any kind of home as long as they are equipped to manage his disability. And by the way, he is a, a cream-colored, almost white dog, and he is... He's beautiful. He's really a fun dog. Here is his disability. Some would say, you know, don't call that a disability. It's just a, it's a challenge. It's a speed bump. Don Poncho, Don Poncho is deaf, so his future family will need to train him using doggy sign language, which the SPCA of Texas staff will be happy to introduce you to. Isn't that cool? This is really cool. This sweetheart loves to play. He can even entertain himself by picking up a toy with his mouth, tossing it high up into the air, and catching it again. Catching toys is a lot of fun, but there's one thing Don Poncho would be even happier to catch, and that would be treats. He definitely will be drooling at your feet while you're sitting down at the dinner table. Don Poncho is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. Right now, Don Poncho and all other adult dogs and cats are just $25 to adopt. To request an appointment to meet Don Poncho, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. Please go to the website and, and take a look at him and see if you don't agree. That is a beautiful dog, just a dog you want to hug. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Don Poncho has been neutered, microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. 
Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's where you go to see a picture of him and learn more about him. spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And uh, this is Don Poncho, D-O-N-P-A-N-C-H-O, two words. I hope you'll look him up, and I hope you'll adopt him. Somewhere out there, there is the perfect person for this beautiful dog. And he would, he would be so grateful, and you will too. You'll be grateful that I introduced the two of you. Somewhere out there, there's somebody who understands that minor speed bump, I'll just call it. And uh, some might say that's a disability, but you know what? It's only a disability if you don't work to overcome it. And if you can help him overcome that, it'll be a, it'll be a, a, a triumph. And that's, that would be fabulous. So that's uh, the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. And I hope next week when I get my report that Don Poncho has been adopted. And I'll think pleasant thoughts. And great. Let's do that. Sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. The leaders in the foundation repair industry. It's been that way a long, long time. I think back to 1995 when I got the call that they wanted to advertise in my program. I said, I don't know much about foundation repair. In fact, I don't know anything about it. I said, I need some references. Could I possibly have some names and and uh, addresses, maybe phone numbers of people I could contact for whom they'd done work, and I could go out and, and talk to the people and, and see what the work looks like and how happy they are with it. And so I got 15 names. I got them in a hurry. And I went out and visited with them. And, and folks, let me tell you, this is a company that uh, has happy customers, happy because the work was done affordably, happy because the work was done perfectly well. It's guaranteed for the lifetime of the house with a guarantee that's transferable from owner to owner to owner. We've had them work at our house on our sunroom. We have a, 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 a 14, is it 12 or 14 feet wide by 24 feet long sunroom that was a screen porch. We had it enclosed, turned into a room, and when the slab was poured, it just didn't work. That that part wasn't done properly, and so it became a real problem for us. And Advanced Foundation Repair made that part of our house whole once again. rest of the house was fine, but that part not so fine until they came and performed their miracles. You can have the same kind of help from Advanced Foundation Repair on any or all of your house. Let them come do their free home inspection, and you'll see what I'm talking about. They are the leaders in the foundation repair industry, and I've advertised for them since 1995. 214-333-0003. On the web, it's Foundation Repairs dot com plural foundationrepairs.com 214-333-0003 it's advanced foundation repair hi i'm mandy from hewlin ace hardware in fort worth come see us in the garden center for all your plants pottery and decor count on us for friendly service you can trust ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil Thank you, Mandy, very, very much. Our first call up today is Art in Fort Worth. Art, I appreciate your call. How can I help you? <clears throat> yeah, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a 100-year-old live oak in front of the house. It's the pride and joy of the house. And I have on the north side of that tree that vertical crack that you've written about in a couple of the uh, the weekly emails. <clears throat> My question is before the big freeze hit in February, I was out there with my lawn sprinkler, but it was not the irrigation system, but one of those sprinklers that has the back and forth. It goes about 12 feet high. And I watered that tree for hours, and I drenched it from Mm -hmm. 10, 12 feet off the ground all the way down the bark, the whole thing. Is it possible that because I watered and I got water behind the bark, that somehow my watering contributed to the damage in that tree? Not at all. Oh, God, I feel better now. You've been worried about it since then? 
Oh, man. I wish I, you'd I called me back I in April. Stop looking. <laughs> I can't stop looking at the crack. Now, it's you sound like a, a lightning pretty... rod for blame. I, I'm not much oh. better than you are, so I feel the pain. I know how you feel. No, not at all. Okay. Well, no, it's only it... on the north side, the crack, and I have a pretty full canopy. There are some dead branches kind of interspersed, not much, right. probably not even 5% of the tree, but I Good. feel like that piece of the bark is pulling away from the tree, and I'm not really sure if it's just the north side or whether we're going to save the tree or not. Oh, I think probably you will if that's all that's impacted. Art, I spent an hour on the phone yesterday with my advertiser who's helped me write a lot of those stories you've read, or several of the stories, and uh, I'll just give full credit, Steve Hauser with Arborological Services, and and Steve is, uh, uh, is has been through a lot of these with me through the years that we've known each other. And uh, we both feel that at, at that level of damage, at, at 5 or 10%, there's not much uh, chance that that tree's not going to make it. At, at the other extreme, where you have 5 or 10% of the normal leaf uh, canopy, that, those trees are not. And there are live oaks that look like that. So, And then there's everything in between. Um, it was a, an extraordinary cold spell. And I think probably because of the lateness of the, the extreme freeze, I think that's why... It, uh, some of the trees, the oaks especially, were hurt uh, pretty badly, some of them. But I, it sounds like you're going to be fine. If you if you want to get a certified arborist from a really reputable company out to monitor the tree for the next year or two, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Or if you have somebody already that, that looks at your trees, wouldn't be a bad idea to have them just check it. But the bark, the bark will come off. Our, our hope is that beneath that bark there will be new bark that will form across and if that's the case, you'll be fine. Okay. So I should just leave it alone? I shouldn't try to put a band around it? I shouldn't oh, absolutely not. That. That's not going to reattach. Bark is a dead tissue, and it will not reattach. The worst thing you can do is to start peeling it off because then you will pull good live bark off. Uh, it's kind of like if you have a, I don't know if you've ever had a paper cut where you, about three days later you begin to see the, the skin standing out and you say, I think I'm just going to peel that back. Oh, no, you peel too far. And it hurts. Yeah. Well, that's the same okay. with bark. You don't want to you don't want to do anything. You don't even want to trim it. Just leave it alone. Let nature heal itself. It'll be fine. Okay. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. You can Love go worry show. about something Love else. You, I'll, I'll be out there worrying, sweating bullets with you. <laughs> You're my kind of guy. Have a good day. Thank you, Art. Some of us were just put on earth to worry for you, so if you need us to worry, just let us know what the cause is, and we'll be there. All right. Uh, we'll come right back and go to Brett at Whitney in Whitney. If I can help you, give me a call. We have two open lines now at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. You know, fall is the best time for landscaping and for redoing. I'm doing a lot of uh, re-landscaping at our home right now and uh, getting ready for the fall. I have a lot of stuff getting ready, preparing beds, doing some regrading to get some drainage change uh, changes in place. And uh, if, if you're doing the same thing, this book would be a big help to you to have it on hand and be ready to uh, refer to it. Uh, I self-published this, uh, this book. This is the fifth book that I've done, and, and I self-published this uh, for the first time because I just got tired of publishers uh, going on the cheap and trying to do paperbacks or trying to gang all the photos in one place, and things that just didn't make sense. It hadn't happened to me yet, but I could see it on the horizon. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to self-publish and do the book the way I want it. So I could have Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. This is the book I always wanted. Eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, written for every county in Texas. Chapter two, I've never put in a book before. It's a 48-page calendar that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. We're in August. It tells you all the things that need to be done during August. And you say, man, I didn't know I needed to get that done in August. So there it is. And chapters 3 through 11 are really detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. 344 pages, 
840 of my best photographs. It was printed in San Antonio, so my book and I were born in the very same town. I didn't want the book to be printed overseas like most publishers are doing now. And uh, it's not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Publishing houses would have done those things. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be able to sign every copy so you buy it from me directly. That saves you about $20 because there's no middle people involved. comes from my house to your mailbox. Simple as that. Sure, I'm not going to sell as many copies, but that's all right. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. Satisfaction completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. I haven't had an, a request for a refund yet in all the, uh, all the books that we've sold. Uh, my guarantee to you is the book will pay for itself in short order or I'll refund all your money. 840 photos, 344 pages hardback on high-quality paper. Where are you going to find that for $36.95? Here are the two ways to buy it. Call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. The number is 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The other way is to go to my website and order it there. That's the better way. And then I'll be signing that those books tomorrow evening neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. He is back for his second summer on my program. It's our grandson, Alex Evans. You say, Neil, why you have your grandson on your program? It's because he is one really good house painter, house stainer. He's working his way through college at Texas A&M in College Station, majoring in construction science, many years' experience of staining and painting. Alex is, what is Alex, 19, and uh, went straight out of high school and on to College Station. And uh, he's working summers uh, painting and staining, staining fences, garage doors, shutters, patio covers, corvals, the whole works. He's painting wrought iron fences, exteriors, interiors. He'll do pretty much whatever you need. He's really, really good. Now, I talked to Alex a couple of days ago. I said, well, what are you doing today? He said, well, I've got to tell you, it's a tough day. I said, what's the matter? He said, well, I'm helping my other grandparents move. They're moving away from uh, the area. They've always lived right near Alex, and they're moving farther away. And this is one, I, I said to my wife, I hope he's not embarrassed by my saying this, this is one sweet grandson. He is such a caring guy. I'm, I'm telling you, that's grandfather saying that, trying to help his grandson get some, some gigs painting or staining. But he, you're getting a really good young man if you hire him. He's an Aggie. That helps. And he also needs the cash to help him pay his way through college. So I hope you'll consider Silverback Painting and Staining is his company name. He owns it. That's his business. And he'd like to help. He's got about three weeks till he goes back to college. 469-452-9892. I'll guarantee he's good because I know him. I've known him a long time. 469 I was there the day he was born. 469-452-9892. Alex Evans, Silverback, Staining and Painting. 469-452-9892. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View in East Dallas. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. And Jen and I are always there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Brett in Whitney. Brett, this is Neil. Good afternoon. 
Hi, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a question. Is there any way you can propagate or uh, grow dwarf yopon holly? I don't have any seeds on them, and I guess they must all be males. Can you do it from cuttings or anything else? Well, yes, sir. Has to be because there's sure are a lot of them out there. Yeah, they're done from cuttings, and uh, I just uh, sent. It wasn't dwarf yopons. It was one called First Lady, which is a, a an odd one. It's it's about a seven or eight foot tall yopon that looks like an overgrown dwarf yopon. It it was introduced about 25 years ago by a wholesale nursery, and it never it never uh, uh, developed into a big seller, and so they quit growing it. But I sent uh, oh, a couple hundred cuttings to a, a, a wholesale grower. We have a use for it in, in a project I'm working on, and they're going to grow it for us. Uh, I sent them a couple of days ago. The ideal time for cuttings, uh, if you're in the, in the nursery business, is uh, late May, early June. The softwood cuttings really soft, um, and and they you, they use uh, fog houses where the humidity is uh, roughly equivalent to Houston, hundred <laughs> percent all the time. They have fog that that really does keep it at hundred percent. But you could you could root them now. I have information on my website in the FAQ pages on how to root cuttings, and rather than go through this lengthy detail about wounding the cuttings and rooting hormone powder and all that, I'd, I'd refer you there. It's neilsperry.com and, and the FAQ page, and just uh, enter cuttings, and, and that'll take you right to that answer. The one thing I'll tell you on, on dwarf yopons is the cuttings will be very small. They'll be, oh, probably I'm holding my fingers uh, less than three inches long. Okay. Uh, can you use the liquid uh, root stimulator, or do you use the powder? I use the powder. I use the powder, and, and the cuttings are going to be too small to wound, where you would take a knife and, and uh, take an edge off uh, each side of the cutting. There's no way you could do that with a cutting that small uh, in diameter. They're going to be very very little bigger than a, a pencil lead in diameter. But I would still dip them in the rooting hormone powder. You'll buy a packet of the powder and... and uh, uh, I'll probably put it over on a piece of wax paper or something. You don't want to dip your cuttings into the packet unless you're going to use all the packet at one time. And um, uh, then uh, tap lightly to tap off any excess, and and uh, you'll need to insert them carefully so you don't rub off all the, the powder. But, yeah, they, they're, they're fairly you, easily rooted. What, what medium do you plant them in? Well, okay, let me just go through the whole thing. It, 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 it's a lengthy answer, and the problem that I run into is that then somebody calls, well, how about boxwood, and how about, you know, something else? Uh, I use uh, a 50-50 mix of perlite and peat, and you'll also need to have uh, uh, something to keep the humidity very high. It's probably going to need to be dry cleaner's plastic, or if you have a greenhouse, uh, you'll, you probably want to put uh, intermittent mist heads up. Uh, in my greenhouse, I use, I, I'm not propagating anything right now, but you can get a, a time clock that will come on. I used to use a, a timer that would run eight minutes, and it would come on for five seconds every eight minutes. And then I'd put that on a 24-hour timer and set the 24-hour timer to run between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. And uh, so I'd have the mist at those times. That's a rather crude way of doing it. There are leaf um, uh things that, that work by weight and when they dry out then the, brings the clock the uh, the mist heads on but that's if you have a greenhouse if you don't then you're just going to have to uh, improvise something with a, a piece of lightweight plastic i would not put them in direct sunlight they'll overheat but they need to be in very bright light and um, the the first batch you take may may lose all their leaves may not root but uh, you just have to practice with a little bit. Probably the easiest time to root them would be when it's not quite so warm. Uh, it might even be easier coming out of the winter just at the beginning of the spring before the burst of new growth. That would be a hardwood cutting. That may be easier if you don't have access to a greenhouse. You can, you can do a little uh, uh, online searching. Uh, I would, it's Ilex vomitoria nana. And, uh, and and see what you can find. But they are rooted from cuttings. That's exactly how they're done. Okay, how long does it take to get a, a plant? I mean, uh, like, like like something you get in a one-gallon uh, Probably pot. 18 months. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you Appreciate much. your call. Good luck with it. Thank you, Brett. Casey right. is in Wiley, and we'll come back to Casey in just a moment. Next call up. Folks, I'd like to have your call. If you'd like to help me fill up the phone lines, that would be very greatly appreciated. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Wild Birds Unlimited, how good can it get? You get into Wild Birds Unlimited, you're going to enjoy nature to the fullest. Hummingbirds are out right now. This is the time to enjoy them. They fly through the air with the greatest of ease. They are acrobats out there in the, in the, uh, in nature. You'll, you'll enjoy watching them dart all about. Get your high perch hummingbird feeder at Wild Birds Unlimited. There are three of their stores that, that go together to uh, sponsor my program and you'll really enjoy meeting their people and seeing what they have to offer you. In Dallas, Ron has his store as he has for a long, long time at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams. Almost 20 years in that location. McKinney Birdie has her store. It's been there only a few years, three or four years, at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. And then David has his lovely store at 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, and that's just about a half block west of the Dallas North Tollway on Lover's Lane. Those three stores joined together to sponsor my program, and they have all the hummingbird feeders that you could ever want. They have books on hummingbirds. They have information that they just have ready at hand to help you with your hummingbirds and other wild birds in your landscape. There are lots of birds out there right now. They have suet cakes that, that don't melt and go all over the, the ground. They have just the best feeds and feeders and information that you will find anywhere. Wild Birds Unlimited, they bring people and nature together. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour. We get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information. 570 KLIF. KLIF KLIF.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas premier roofing contractor. They've been serving the entire Metroplex and beyond with the finest in roofing since 1986. That's a long time, and that's a lot of roofs. They have the experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed, and we're one of those. You can count us in that list, and we are in the list of happy customers. They do composition roofs, slate, metal, clay, and concrete tile. They do it all. There's some beautiful roofs out there in the world, and they have done their fair share of those. If you have hail or wind damage, or if you're just not sure that you might, you need to have Wortham Brothers come out and go up on your roof and take a look. If you have damage, they'll show you what it is. They'll quantify it. They'll tell you what it would cost to repair it or replace it. And no obligation. They're happy to help you in any way. Uh, if you have insurance that's about to change, maybe to another carrier, or if you're about to sell your house, those are reasons you want to have your roof inspected. Let Wortham Brothers do it. They are the roofing company that's built on integrity, quality, and innovation. They are the roofing company I'm proud to recommend because they are the roofing company that's been on my roof. They replaced our roof, and we're mighty proud of it. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972 562 5788 wbroofing.com that's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company 972-562-5788 it's time now for a little bitty garden tip I think you'll find it useful We need to be thinking about the plants and the landscape that we're putting around our house. If I'm going to buy a puppy, and if I live in a small house, I'm probably going to ask some questions as to the dog's mature size. Isn't it funny that we don't ask questions about the trees that we're buying? A tree that spreads 50 feet out from its trunk has no business being planted street-side in the city, and it also has no business being planted in a zero-lot-line community. We need to inquire about the size and also the growth rate of that tree. Fast growth is not a virtue. Fast-growing trees have weak trunks and branches, and they break in windstorms. You see it happen every time a windstorm comes through. Width of the plants is also an issue. If you plant wide plants beside the front door, you're going to run into a problem. If you plant wide trees, you're going to run into a problem. 
I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery right now. Let me invite you to get into Callaway's. You know, the big uh, Texas Nursery and Landscape Association Expo is going on in San Antonio this weekend. And Callaway's people are there. They're getting all kinds of ideas and products and plants and things to bring back to their stores to to offer to you, they're going to be even more beautiful than ever. That's hard to believe. Fill your flower beds and containers with the bright, long-lasting colors of Cora XDR Vinca. Lantanas and purslane also. Callaway's Nursery makes it fun and easy with their big summer-sized plants that make an instant impact. You'll find select 6-inch generous plants on sale for $4.98 each. Regular price is $5.99. They have something that uh, they have everything in fact that you need to give your garden a fresh, cool pop of color. These cheerful blooms are in a wide variety of colors that brighten your landscape or your patio. Amazing plants that can take the challenging Texas summer and they can defy the heat. Founded in Texas by Texans, I know the founders. I know these people. I've known them for 40 years. You can always count on Callaway's Nursery to bring you the very best in flowers, trees, and shrubs. And they're all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. That guarantee's been there all the while they've been there. Callaway's has everything needed for outdoor success. Shop their open-air locations in your community or order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you and visit their two new locations in Dallas on Greenville Avenue and on Lemon Avenue. Open seven days a week from 9 to 6. That's Callaways Nursery. It's life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. When you wake up... When you work, reopening our economy, when you drive home, this escalation of violence, what's happening right now, all day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour, keep myself as updated as possible, on Real News and Information, 570-KLIF, KLIF.com. Thank you, sir. Uh, let me just uh, tell you right now, it sure would make this guy feel a whole lot better if I saw two more phone calls on the phone lines. Casey is there, and we're going to Casey in one minute. But in the meanwhile, sure would feel better to see two more phone calls. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Nielsbury's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It goes out every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. It comes from my computer to Gretchen at my office. She assembles it, and then we email it to you directly to your email box. So basically, it is uh, directly from me to you with Gretchen's help. I hope that you'll subscribe to it. It's free and always will be. I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody who would spam you. It's just, it's what you call safe. You don't have to worry about that. One of the stories, there are always five stories. One of the stories will always be uh, uh, gardening this weekend, things you need to do in the ensuing three or four days after you get eGardens. One of the stories will always be a featured question of the week, and one of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. That's uh, a good start. And then Diane Sitton's going to be writing this week. I saw her story last night. It's on containers, patio pots and containers for fall to spruce up for fall. That's eGardens. You can see what the latest issue looked like, and you can sign up for it at neilsperry.com. That's eGardens. Click on the eGardens tab. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's eGardens. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help in those great grilling products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. Now we do go to Casey in Wiley. Casey, thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Hey, Neil, how are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Neil, um, I have a four-year-old pear tree. I do not know what kind of pears they are, but they, the first, the second year, um, I got about 30 blossoms and, and it's 
It created small, very juicy, very tasteful pears. Wonderful. However, the same the next year, no flowers at all. And this year, no flowers. And I, I, I'm uh, asking you, what can I do for this tree to start growing flowers? Because I have a smaller one of the same species. It's starting to mature, and it is producing flowers. And I got a couple of pieces of fruit off of that, but they're not very tall. All right. Um, first of all, the, the, the one that caused you to call, did it suffer any kind of dieback in those, uh, after the first year, after the, the first crop that you got? Did it die back at all? I, I, I don't know that I suspect that it did. I'm just making sure it didn't. Well, during the snow this past February, uh, it seemed to come back uh, wonderful. It, it's, it looks Yeah, I'm not really talking about this year. I'm talking, you say it's four years old. The second year it right. had pears. Third year it didn't. In yes. that, in and that the- in-between time of the second year or the third year, was there any kind of dieback down, down to, the, to the ground or anything? No, no. Okay, it, that's it, fine. I just wanted to rule that out. I wanted to make sure right. you didn't have some kind of a, a sprout from the bottom. Um, all right, so here is what happens to pears. Ideally, they don't have any fruit for the first four or five years. You don't want wow. fruit trees to bear fruit right away. That would be like having a brand-new puppy and expecting that puppy to produce puppies of her own uh, when she's nine months old. You don't want that. Or whenever she first comes into heat, you don't want that right away because they're not mature enough. Uh, the, the dog wouldn't be mature enough to, to, to do a, a good job of producing puppies. The pear tree isn't mature enough to produce well. It will drag the pear tree down. It won't it won't have a chance to get rooted, to, to produce good branching, to produce a good, strong pear tree. You want to spend the first several years on any fruit tree uh, developing the scaffold branching, the, the good, strong tree. Uh, pears especially, apples especially, and certainly pecans, the first several years it's going to take them to develop into a good tree. Plums are going to have fruit probably the third or fourth year. They're going to try to do it sooner. Um, peaches will too. Everybody just gets so excited when they have a hope. Neil, I can't believe it. My peach tree has 20 peaches on it this first year. That's bad news. I'm sorry to hear that. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's the way the conversation goes. Uh, you need to yeah. take those off as soon as you can. What? <laughs> so that I wouldn't worry about it. And, and the reason that that happens, Casey, is that a young tree, uh, when it is planted suffers a bit of a, a shock and setback, and so there's a survival of the species. Uh, the plant senses that it has had some trauma, and it goes ahead and bears fruit, and it is it is uh, ready to reproduce itself. Um, you'll see that a lot of trees, when they're uh, challenged by bad weather, or especially if they, uh, peach trees, if they have a lot of borers in the trunk, uh, they will bear a big crop of, of of uh, fruit and the tree may be dead the next year uh, and it was on its way out and that's what happens not uncommon right. uh, in the you case know, of I a pear t- in the yeah. case of a pear tree uh-huh. it will grow very vigorously the second and third years and that comes at the expense of any blooms this is normal you're doing fine i see yeah you know neil and uh speaking of uh the tree getting into that survival mode my old landlord years ago had an avocado tree in his yard, and it was huge. It was 50 feet high. And he said that it never produced more than a dozen or so avocados. So one day he was in a, um, a nursery owned by an old Chinese gentleman. And he told him the situation. And the Chinese man said, take an axe and whack the trunk a couple of times. It's going to wake that tree up. It's going to make the tree think it's dying, and it should produce more. He said the following year he got hundreds of avocados. And I'm thinking about doing that, but the trunk of my tree is only about two inches in, or three or four inches in diameter, and if I whack it, I'm going to kill the tree. That would be insane. <laughs> sorry. But have I'm you sorry. ever heard of anybody doing that? 
Oh, I hear all kinds of stuff. You wouldn't believe what I hear. There used to be I, a gentleman, I can call him by Jerry Baker, used to come on Dinah Shore's TV program and talk about uh, hitting the tree trunk of, of trees, and it's just it's it's ludicrous. No. Okay, so I'm just going to bide just sit my tight. time. Just sit tight. And, let, me, let me tell you where you find out how to grow pear trees. Go to Texas A&M, uh, Aggie Horticulture, and ask uh, it to... Hang on just a second. I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the publication number. Let me get a search okay. engine open. Hang on, don't go anywhere. Okay, that, I'm going to go have, to my. Hang on, just stay right there. I'm going to give you a get a pencil if you don't have one. I'll have it for you in just a moment. Pears. Okay, there it is, right there. You want E H T dash zero two three pairs by Jim Thomas, Monty Nesbitt, and Larry Stein. Uh, those are three of the best fruit mines in the state of Texas. Pears, E-H-T-023, written by the three uh, fruit specialists with Texas A&M. Uh, Larry Stein's uh, extension project leader for A&M. So there you go. That's how you're going to find out how to grow pears, not by banging it with an axe. Anyway, <laughs> hope that helps, Casey. i got to run. Appreciate your call. Thank, Thank you, Neil. You Thank bet. You. Thank you. Let me go to Neil, another Neil in Dallas. Neil, this is Neil. How can I help you? Neil, thank you so much for taking my call. I really, really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, and that last call actually helped me because I'm dealing with a fruit tree in the back, and so I'll take that advice to heart. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm, I'm calling about Indian hearthstone. i got a two-year Indian hearthstone. And um, I really took your advice to heart in terms of after the freeze, everyone kind of got nervous and panicked, and you basically told everyone, hey, listen, just kind of wait. So I did that, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. Let's just see what happens. But now I, I can't tell if it's dead or not. I have some really deep green, you know, leaves, uh, flowers here and there, but it's just not growing. Now, so, Neil, Indian Hawthorne, I I don't think I very often said wait. They they toasted overnight. I mean, that toaster was set on five. <laughs> they they were gone. Um, okay. I've never seen I've never seen anything like it. Uh, it happened all the way to the coast, all the way to Houston. Uh, we all were just amazed at what happened to Indian Hawthorns. Uh, so no, they need to be replaced. That, they need if to you, be replaced. If, yeah, and uh, if you go into garden centers now, uh, you're going to find a a shortage of anything that is shaped like Indian hawthorn because people are going in saying, well, I need to replace all my Indian hawthorns. What I don't want is Indian hawthorn. What do you have? And they say, well, I don't have much. You know, the dwarf hollies, the dwarf abelias, dwarf nandinas, all the all the things that are knee-high and shorter are in short supply. Uh, now, I think probably by this fall there will be uh, uh, a supply coming in. Um, but, oh, man, it just was brutal what happened. And Indian hawthorns were very common in Texas. They were widely planted 20 years ago. I, I want to carry it one step farther, Neil. They have a, a serious disease that was beginning to take a terrible toll on them anyway. And my, my comment to a couple of friends who were serious uh, and, and knew that I was not being sarcastic and not being harsh to them, I said, well, if, it, if they were to come back, because some of them had little sprouts of growth coming beneath the snow line, they had survived, but not very well. And I said, yeah, but you're still going to have Indian hawthorn. If they do come back and you let them grow, yeah, you'll have the shrubs in three or four years. They'll come back. But you're still going to have Indian hawthorns. You're still going to have endosporium leaf spot. And uh, you won't have gained anything. So, you know, it's time to start looking for what you're going to replace them with. I'd, I'd suggest some of the dwarf hollies, frankly. That's why they're okay. all sold out. Yeah. And, and, well, luckily for me, there wasn't a big attachment, you know, it, it was just yeah. two years old, but yeah. I just remember when everyone was calling you in a panic, which is understandably so. You know, you. I just think I had heard. Let's just wait and see. On everything happened. else, but not on the Indian hawthorns. They were uh, the way that we could tell was the bark was slipping on them. When the bark is loose on shrubs, uh, those those plants are not going to come back, and the hawthorns were in bad shape to start with. 
I, I okay. was surprised that pittosporums didn't uh, didn't go down any farther than they did, but now yeah. it, it, it's you're going to have to replace them. I'm sorry for the bad news. Oh no, it's it, it's all good. Well, and I was looking at it this morning, and I was like, these leaves are so green. Why, you know, it's just so. Well, it was they're green. Me. I mean, if if what I what I was telling people back in March, a couple weeks after the freeze, <laughs> if you bend the stem and it snaps, they're not coming back. If you bend the stem and they are limber, then leave them alone. That that is something I will own that one. Um, but most of the stems I bent snapped right in half, just like toothpicks. So okay, that, then yeah. I'll do that. I'll, I'll I'll test that. I'll go out and. That works. See what happens. Yeah, that works. And if it and if it snaps, then it's gone. It's, it's gone anyway. Go but... yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Right. Thanks for listening. Take care. All right. We'll come back and go to Jerry and Mahaya, and uh, hopefully to you. We've gone through a lot of calls in a hurry here now. This is the way it's supposed to work. Eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. Let's go ahead and restock those phone lines. Eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Call now. Right now. Let me tell you about my book once again and invite you to call right now. Uh, I am able now. I'm kind of caught up on, on signing, and so I can get them in the mail by Tuesday at the latest. I may not be able to get them in tomorrow. I'm sorry, Monday, uh, but I can certainly surely have them in the mail Tuesday, so you'll have it very, very quickly. I do all the signing. Um, well, I'll, this was about to be a really unnecessary statement. I do all the signing myself. <laughs> I think you might have hoped that anyway, but I do all the mailing myself as well. So anyway, uh, I do it on Sunday night and Monday morning, and I'd love to have a, a chance to sign a book for you. Uh, this is not in any way akin to the old cowboy boot book. If that's the one you have, that one is more than 30 years old now. It's way out of date. And uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening with an Adirondack Chair in our landscape on the cover, that's the one you need to get because it has 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. It's written for every county in the state of Texas. It was printed in Texas, in San Antonio, and it is the one that uh, will help you enjoy gardening to the fullest. Satisfaction completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend on. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. If I can save you a couple of mistakes, you know, maybe the wrong plant that you bought or at the wrong time, maybe the, the flat of uh, petunias bought at the wrong month or the wrong kind of fertilizer or anything, it doesn't take much to add up to $36.95. I will refund your money if I haven't saved you that much money by the end of this calendar year. It's as simple as that. So uh, it's not in stores and it's not uh, in uh, on Amazon. The way that you get it is by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, or by going to my website. That's really the way I would prefer, and that's the easier way for you. And that is neilsperry.com. My office phone number, just to have given it to you, is 800-752-GROW. That's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800-752-4769. But the better way is at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y, Com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. He is our pastor, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, and the uh, live stream um, uh, of the uh, service is at 10.05 tomorrow. Hope you'll join us at 10.05, and uh, you will hear a wonderful sermon 
He's a great pastor. He's a great friend as well. Uh, he will not be with us this afternoon. We normally do a birding feature at uh, 245, but Tommy is uh, doing some pastoral duties this afternoon, and, and so we'll resume that next week, we hope. You never know with, with pastors. Uh, sometimes they get called into service uh, without a whole lot of notice. You know how that works. They have, they really have stressful lives, bless their hearts, literally. <laughs> Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. My program, as you know, is sponsored this hour and next hour all year long by Ace Hardware. 30 North Texas Ace Hardware stores join together to sponsor the program, and I hope you'll let them know. These are great men and women who are there to help you. When you go in the door, you have that feeling of help. You know, they, they say, hey, thanks for coming in. How can we help you? And they really mean that. And they will put the best they have in their store alongside you to answer your questions and to make sure that you get the right equipment and the right products to do the job right. They'll answer any and all questions. Try that at those big old impersonal places. You get better merchandise and a whole lot better help and service at Ace Hardware. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Pick up some pure mason canning jars. Save $1 on select pure mason canning jars with your Ace Rewards card. There's a limit of six. Versatile mason jars for canning, crafting, storing, decor, and more. Heavy in weight. Heavy in quality. This includes the lids and the bands. Wide mouth to store and use the item easily. Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods. These are your friends who own and operate the Ace hardware stores. Go in and see if you don't agree. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan. I was in Dan's store just a few weeks ago, and I have to tell you, I'm going to brag on Dan, that may be one of the prettiest hardware stores and the best kept and the neatest, tidiest, cleanest that you will ever be in in your entire life. And you can quote me on that. Tell Dan that. Go in and tell him I said that. Let's go to Jerry in Mahia. Jerry, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. I really need your help. Okay. Uh, uh, every year I buy eight hibiscus for my yard, and, and they're in containers. And this year I added two more just because I have some really sunny spots, and they seem to work out just fine. I don't keep them over the winter. I just buy new ones. Sure. But this year, about a month ago, one of them uh the leaves, you know, turning yellow, which I'm used to that because it's a miswatering and they drop off because of that. But this is more than that. It's like black spots appear right at the stem, uh, uh, right at the joining of the leaf. Mm-hmm. And then they just finally fall off or, you know, keep turning blacker and then they turn yellow and they fall off. And I cannot find any insect on them that is doing that. The only insect I've seen is the tiniest-looking fly I've ever seen that is iridescent. And I'm thinking... Yeah, I don't think that would do that. Um, so there's nothing being eaten. It's just the leaves are turning yellow and falling, or this black thing right at the at the petiole and the blade. Right, and then the stem turns black. Okay. I'm I'm out of time for this hour. I want to I want to resume this right on the other side of the news. Do you mind holding through the news? Okay. Okay. And then Larry near Franklin, you hang on too, and I'll come to you right on the other side of the news as well. I'll try my best to help both of you. Stay tuned, folks. We have another hour coming right up. <laughs> 